these days um, i have developed a new habit that is instead of rolling out of the bed in a hurried manner to wait after i wake up wait for a few minutes to listen to god and most of the days when i lie in bed waiting to hear from god god puts in my heart a bible verse a promise or a thought which i believe is from him and one day i heard this verse or this was what came to my mind the lord put in my heart i believe that what moses told the the his uh, the people he will not leave you or forsake you that phrase came to my mind came to my consciousness many times and i began, i started my day with that and i believe it's from god and i would like to share with you with uh, share that thought with you then i looked up in my bible and i found that there are four instances where this this verse is repeated in one form or other he will not leave you nor forsake you the first is what we chose first instance is what we chose for the day's reading moses is speaking to the people of god the 6000 people who came out of egypt under his leadership or the 6000 people he led out of egypt most of them have died now because in various rebellion against god they died in the wilderness now there is a new generation of people even he is not going to cross over even he will not see the promised land he will also die on this side of jordan without entering the promised land but there is a new generation of people young people born in the wilderness and or the 40 years they will go to the new land their memory is limited they were not with moses when the journey started they probably most of them did not see except joshua and caleb if you know the bible history most of them were not there when god made them cross over the red sea by parting the sea most of them may not have seen the manna being showered from heaven most of them may not seen the water coming out of the rock all the things that god did in it to the people they might have heard it from moses and from their parents who died one by one in the wilderness and there's a new generation of people who believed in moses and god and said that we are marching towards the promised land so moses speaks to them from his experience his long experience with walking with god and that is at this point 120 years old he is 120 years old 40 years of his life he was in the wilderness in in the pharaoh's court 40 years he was in was a shepherd mean shepherd 
in somewhere in the Sinai desert. And another 40 years, he led the people through the wilderness towards the promised land. And in his 120 long years, he learned from the lap of, in the lap of his mother that God will never leave you nor forsake you. That was his experience. When his mother had to huddle him away, put him in a small box and hid him among the reeds in the Nile River and he was left alone. God did not leave him or forsake him. God sent the daughter of Pharaoh that she will be taken up, take, adopted by her and raised as, the, as a next king of Egypt, Pharaoh of Egypt. God did not leave him among the reeds to be swallowed by the crocodiles or tipped off by the hippopotamus. From that day onwards, Moses knows that God will never forsake me, never leave me. His faith was shaped from such an early age. And at every step of his life, he has seen it. When he had to flee from the Pharaoh, when he had to be with his father-in-law Jethro in the Sinai desert, when he had to convince the leaders of Israel, the slaves, that God wants them to flee. And when the Pharaoh tried to kill him, when his own people rose against him, rebelled against him, he had known from his experience that he is serving a God who will never leave him nor forsake him. And his, this lesson is also rooted in his experience. You know, Deuteronomy 31, 1 to 5, the verses that A.B. read to us right now is full of history. The promises being fulfilled step by step when God gave the land of the foreign kings to his untrained, unarmed group of slaves, former slaves. When God gave them the fortified cities to this untrained army, or group of soldiers, he knew God will never leave you or forsake you. And that is the message he gives to the people, the new generation of people, ready to over, uh, take, take over, claim the promises of 400 years ago to their forefathers. They are full, they are brimming with confidence and faith in God. To them, to add to their confidence in God, he says, I will not forsake you. He will not. He speaks in third person. He, the one who did not lead, leave me, forsake me, the one who did not leave me to the enemy, the hands of my enemies, the one who did not leave me and my people to the foreign rulers, that God will be with you. Now it's time for my me to retire. The time for me to recede to the background. And I am sending you with this promise. Brothers and sisters, in a very depressing situations that we are going through, experience speaks. Your experience 
and certainly my experience of my my journey with god with christ for all these years i can say though i may not have doubted in this promise many times i can still say what drives me on is this he has brought me so far and he is capable of leading me forward and in this journey together he will never leave me nor forsake me as moses that is what i have to tell you that i have to tell you especially the younger ones who have started a journey in christ with christ i want to say that hang on to this promise of god that he will never leave you nor forsake you many of us who have put in a lot of time lot of years in walking with him can confidently say this like moses said to his people a second instance that i find is in joshua chapter 1 verse 5 the book of joshua chapter 1 verse 5 God is commissioning Joshua to take over the baton from Moses. Moses Joshua has to now lead these people across Jordan to the promised land to take hold of the 400 or 450 year old promise to Abraham that I give this land to you. That promise is now and when before he sends he says to joshua in the book of joshua chapter 1 verse 5 no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life just as i was with moses note the continuity of faith of the promise moses speaks from his experience from his birth childhood to 120 years span of 120 years of walk with god from the lap of his mother to the mount pisgah in moab where he died just as i was with moses so i will be with you and then comes the personal assurance from the living god i will not leave you nor forsake you because you have heights to climb lands to conquer enemies to drive out and make take possession of my promises you have found favor in my eyes as the leader of my people i have a purpose for you and because of that no man will stand against you but i will stand with you i will never leave you nor forsake you joshua is young he had no experience of god before he had never been a battle he had never done a miracle he had never prayed for a person sick a sick person and a heal he has seen a healing he is too young his life is yet to begin his journey with god is just beginning and in that he says look the life of moses i was with him and i the same god who led moses 120 years as the leader of the people is with you as you begin your journey today i want to speak 
especially to those who are beginning their walk with Christ recently, who has just started it recently. I want to say there is a long way before you until he comes or we die. There is a long way and I would like to assure you from the word of God, the authority of the word of God, that those who have gone ahead of you, they can see the toe prints of God in their life. Side by side with their own footprints, they see the footprints of God as well. That is the journey. And if the Bible assures you, the word of God says, God himself, believing God, assures you that he will be with you in times of joblessness, income cut, in times of sickness, in times of all adversities that the world will present. In all these adversities, when you suffer, there is another person suffers with you and that is the creator of the universe is also with you in your pain, in our tears, in our sorrows, in our losses. Because when we lose, he loses too because he is with us. And he will never leave us, forsake us. A third instance I find is in a very unlikely place. And I was surprised by that discovery too. This is the words of David to his son Solomon in 1 Chronicles 28.20. 1 Chronicles 28.20. Then David said to Solomon, his son, Be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. For the Lord God said, Even my God, the Lord God, even my God is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. I was reading Second First Chronicles twenty eight twenty. I will not leave. He will not leave you. My God, he says. He says, my God. I was so encouraged by that word. Even my God, the Lord God, even my God, a personal God, is with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you until the task of building the house of the Lord is completed. Experience is the best teacher, isn't it? That is where wisdom for life is deposited. We need to gather wisdom, the pearls of wisdom from our own experience. A person who lives, passes through this world without learning anything from his or her experience is a fool. According to the word of God, the book of Proverbs calls them fools, slow to understand. David says that even my God, my God, the God as I experienced, will never leave you nor forsake you until this task of building the temple is over. That means after that there will be no presence of God. There will be. What he is trying to say is that the Lord's presence will be with you while you are at this task of building the temple, which I was not allowed to do. God, David wanted to read Psalm 32. 
David wanted to build a temple for God, but God said, "You have shed so much blood, so you should not be building that temple for me." Your son Solomon, who is a peace, a man of peace, in whose time he will not be battling or doing fighting any battles, he will do it. So David could not build it. The life's ambition of building a house for the Lord, a temple for the Lord, he could not. But Solomon, but so David says one thing: the Lord will be with you; He will never leave you nor forsake you. David has been the spirit. The experience has taught David, King David, that God is a God who will never leave us nor forsake us in the midst of troubles and trials. The God we serve, David has learned it through his hardships in his life. Most of his life, he was a shepherd, and also later he was anointed as king. But he was a fugitive king, running from one place to another. There are many murder attempts at him by his own father-in-law, the king Saul, by his own son. His life was threatened many times. He had experienced loneliness, living in the caves in the Adullam caves, and the caves in the Judean desert, looking for sometimes looking for when he was thirsty, longing for water, just a sip of water, hungry most of the time. He had to beg from from a sheep hearer. He had to beg for bread, bread. Abigail's husband. Now he had gone through all this. At the same time, he had also seen successes in his life. In his times of trial and temptations, God was with him. He was allowed to consolidate the empire by defeating many neighboring kings. The first Judean empire was built by him. and there was no other israelite empire after that he was allowed to collect materials for building the temple though he was not allowed to build this and if you read first chronicles he did the planning for the worship who should sing and what should be sang and where should people stand and all the minute details were done by david god was with him in all this minute planning congress consolidation collecting the material and all that but god said no my presence will continue with your son as he completes the project but i was with you i was i never forsake you in all this in the history as the history continues your son will be there and so he says the same god who was with me when saul hurled the spear at me when absalom my son rejected me and led a rebel rebellion against me when i had to go the way the valley cross the valley of kiriath yearim crying weeping when hushai cursed me the lord was with me he never left me nor forsook me that's a confidence now my challenge to the parents here who are listening to me or would be parents will you be able to say at some point in your life to your 
parents, children and your grandchildren. From your experience of God, the faith, that the Lord was always with me. He never left me. He never forsook me. And that's the faith I will hand over to you, brother, my, my children. Or what will you hand over? A big cash, cache of money, deposits, inheritance, or a simple faith, promise that I served a God, a God who never left me or forsook me. And that's the faith I hand over to you. And that's all that I have. And that is enough. That is sufficient. I found a third instance. There could be fifth or sixth. I don't know. I only found a fourth instance. The rest is to you to find out. It is specifically to the New Testament believers. Us. This is not a promise to the Old Testament Israel. The people of God in the Old Testament. Which is true for us as well but also for the church. A particularly a church which was rejected and persecuted went through all sort of pains. The church that the book of the epistle of Hebrews was written. We don't know who wrote this epistle. We don't know to whom it was written. We know it was a persecuted church facing financial instabilities in their life. And the Hebrews book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 we see the same verse echoing again. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In an entirely different context. It's in an entirely different context. This promise. Look, this promise started with Moses in a thousand at least 1300 BC and now that promise is repeated in around 1st AD or say for example 60 AD so that means this promise of God's presence with us steadfast love towards us has been constant it was the experience of 14 centuries of believers. Have you looked at that aspect? From Moses to the people in the church in the church of the Hebrews. And first century church not only to us. It is true to us for us as well. 3,400 years after Moses. God hasn't changed. It remains true. But in a context is different. There are temptations. Keep your heart 
free from money let me read that one more time for all of us keep your life free from love of money we live in a time when we are our future is threatened don't know what to do now somebody prayed and i they prayed for people who had no salary rao reflected on it living without on leave without pay for the next two years but god blessing them and also they were able to bless others from what god has blessed and they are they, they regularly type from in faith i really want to praise god for them for such lives i'm not trying to glorify somebody but i want to speak the truth though they set out in faith to go enter into live without salary looking to god for their their needs and to get further training for their ministry to improve their skills in ministry the lord has been with them never forsook them and they also knew that god will be with them so they could confidently give for the cause of god for the cause of the kingdom of god that is how faith is translated into practical way practical life free for yourself from the free of money not only love of money the fear of money i would like to add that as well the fear of money money coming or going whether money will be there or not but content with what you have the little you have be happy with what you have for the reason is in times of surplus in times of paucity lack in austerities and in abundance one thing is constant that this promise of god that i will never leave you nor forsake you i need this promise that is why god put that in my heart one day morning when i was trying to wake up when i woke up before rolling out of the bed i asked god god put me in something in my heart to for to me and to encourage looking at a bleak future looking at all the impossibilities i am not promising like some prosperity preachers are preaching that who do not have job now will get a job within this many days or something like that but i promise you one thing the word of god says and it has stood true for more than 3000 years ever it was since it was recorded in the bible that we serve a god who will never leave us nor forsake us he will be there he will supply the needs he will supply opportunities he will provide opportunities he will supply all, all our needs we may go through the valley of the bhaka of tears he will be with us but he will make sure that he will see us through now the church is also going through some facing some challenges i ask god what will be the post covid and post covid church will be like there are times when i get discouraged but there are times when i am encouraged 
but one thing if i hold on to this sip line from which my life and the life of the church hangs from this sip line this supporting line we are walking over a burma bridge brothers and sisters shaking bridge have you seen a bamboo bridge or have you ever been on a bamboo bridge it is suspended in the air it's shaking it's moving this and way but those who go to over that every day for their daily work in uh, hilly areas like mizoram and other things or burma myanmar they know that the bridge can support them because morning it was there and it carried them over to another place evening when they returned home with a whole lot of bamboo on their head or firewood on their head from the forest the bridge was there though it was shaking swinging this and way and all that it still supported them 3000 years this promise has stood and many thousands of faithful believers in god has attest to this that we serve a mighty savior who will never leave us nor forsake us but never be greedy don't sin stay away from sin even when you don't have a job take don't take any job but take jobs that enhances life job that will glorify god if we may be tempted for the sake of money to put bread on the table take jobs or opt for ways that doesn't please god hang on the promises stand on the promises of god that he has promised to moses he has promised to joshua he has promised to solomon he has prom- he has now promised to the believers in the, the hebrew church and the promise is true for all of us you and me that he will never leave you nor forsake you as i conclude will you allow me to pray for you and pray for me as well we live by the support of your prayers times are difficult times may be even more difficult times may get better may worse no one has any control on it except the god who created this universe who has become our savior and lord let's close our eyes in faith and pray good lord we just want to thank you for the word that has come to us and we pray for thank you lord for encouraging my heart and this opportunity to share this saying with the people whom you have given under my care and i pray that this word will speak to each one of them each of us and continue to speak and work in our hearts that when we face difficulties in our lives challenges in our lives opposition in our lives constant sickness in our lives to be constantly reminded that our god is with us and he will lead us through blessed be your name in jesus name we pray amen